This is uh, Yoga Sana's uh, Free Plug Friday session with Ava. So Ava, your connection to yoga began at the age of five, thanks to your dad, I believe. How did he introduce you to it? Um, and was it something that the whole family practiced? Yes, um, <clears throat> we were introduced to it at a very young age. Um, my father started practicing it and introduced us in a very fun way, in a very uh, you know, jovial way to see how our siblings are doing out together and see who does it better and who can do the headstand. <laughs> but he never used the word of yoga. He never used it. He just said, who can do this? This is good for your blood circulation. You do a headstand, you do a bow pose. And he didn't even mention the poses name. He just said, just try to do this and see who does wow. it. So it really unites our family as well. I love it. So how many siblings do you have? Um, five of us. Five of us. Five of you. So there was five kids competing for best downward dog. Yes. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Both <laughs> and a shoulder stand, head stand. That's fantastic. And so, um, did you win often, or were you, you know, were your other siblings better than you at five? <laughs> <laughs> we were all good. We were all good. Even my mom used to do head stand very well. So you guys used to all practice it together. Did you like do it in the morning or in the evenings all together? I'm just trying to get a picture of what childhood was like for you growing up. Uh, usually the morning before our breakfast and sometimes in the evening after my dad comes back from work and we are back from school before our dinner time. Oh, wow. And it was just a, a wonderful way for your family to bond and connect, was it? Yeah. And. What was one of your fondest memories of, of, of those times of all of you doing yoga together, even though you may not have realized you were doing yoga? Uh, it's really the fun of being um, with family and doing the poses and getting the benefits and competing. And just like, um, it's just a fun of love of being family. And, and looking back at your childhood, in what way do you think this sort of practice of yoga or the yoga teachings help you when you were younger or even as an adult? Uh, in childhood, it gives the bonding and the sense of discipline, how to go about, and um, also on our health. Uh, we hardly go to any hospitals at the time uh, because my father was also in Ayurvedic, so he was um, he were eating healthy and natural. Uh, food and Ayurvedic. Most of it is Ayurvedic of my father and mom, uh, which introduced to us, and plus the yoga. So it's all uh, complements each other. Okay. okay. And then as you became an adult, you know, in, in what other ways did sort of the yoga and yoga teachings help you? As an adult, uh, because I taught yoga for some time, apart from the breathing techniques, and uh, went to a working life, education and working life. Of course, during education, my memory improved tremendously. And uh, when I had acute sinus, uh, migraines, and uh, backache, you know, with lot, dealing a lot of uh, computers. So all that uh, yoga really, really helped me. And the passion of uh, sharing. And I have a lot of uh, like spiritual callings traveling around the world, uh, like India, uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand, England. I was working in England for some time, so I pursued yoga there as well. So um, what were you doing in England? Were you, you said you were working. Yeah, I was work and travel. I was in a work and travel visa, and I joined yoga classes 
I went to spiritual practice. Uh, Swami uh, Yogananda's uh, spiritual practice. So these a lot of yoga practices there. So these yoga practices actually keep me warm as well <laughs> during the winter season. So the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you tend to get because the um you know the weather change. You know every season you tend to get sick very easily. So this actually uh, the yoga practices actually keep you um healthy. I love it. You don't need a jumper for winter. You just need yoga. <laughs> That's what Ava says. Um, so, you know, you, you said you were traveling and, and working. What were you actually doing before you started off this new business you're in now? What were you doing before in terms of work? Uh, in terms of work, I was actually in manufacturing line. I was in the education line working in uh, Malaysia. Then I went abroad. When I came back again, I joined uh, education line and manufacturing, working in and various parts. And then my calling came in and I was very sourcing for a good uh, yoga school because I really wanted, there's lots of thousands of yoga school around and I just wanted a really traditional type of yoga. So really sourcing around, I would say around about five years. <laughs> so, okay, so let me ask you, so when did this happen? When, you know, you, you said that you, um, you were working in various different industries, education and manufacturing. What was the catalyst for you returning to sort of yoga from a business perspective? And when did that happen? Um, I got married. I moved to Ipoh and I was a homemaker. Then I thought this is the best time for me to start uh, going into yoga and teaching whatever I've gained, uh, learned from various parts of the world in terms of meditations, breathing poses, yoga. But when when did you do this? So so you were so I'm just trying to get a, a, a timeline here. So you kind of grew up. You moved away from the family home. You um, started traveling and working abroad and in Malaysia in the education and the manufacturing sector. Yeah. You know, when did you make the change from 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 that to into doing this? So, when did you get married? I got married in twenty sixteen. So, so was getting married to the the catalyst for you to kind of go? I'm done with yeah. you know working in the corporate world, and I want to do something else. Yes. Yes. Okay, so tell us about that that sort of change of mind, change of heart. How did that happen? So you got married, then what? I got married. I moved to from Kuala Lumpur. I moved to Ipoh and I was a homemaker. I wanted to do something rather than just being a homemaker, share this knowledge that I have and the passion of yoga. So I started traveling again. I went to Australia, uh, learning from the older school from there. Came back and uh, learned more, uh, really getting trained and certified in India. So I brought that knowledge properly certified before teaching the others, then opening up the center. So I had more so, time after my marriage, I would say. Okay, right. So you, you got married and thought, right, I've gotten married. I've moved to his hometown. Now I'm leaving him and I'm going to Australia and India, <laughs> far away from him uh, to get certified. Is that right? Yeah. What was important about, sorry? I, w- I just wanted to expand my knowledge and properly certified rather than just getting the teachings from my travels. And what kind of yoga was important to you 
in terms of being certified in so that you could teach? Uh, Hatha Yoga. Hatha, Hatha Yoga was uh, the one that I mainly focused on. Apart from I learned some Astanga and Kundalini, but I'm certified in um, Hatha. But we do combine Hatha, Astanga, Kundalini and uh, like Tibetan techniques. It's like a whole set of whichever gives you a total well-being instead of just focusing in one. Okay, so you got yourself certified and then you went back to Ipo. Yes. Then what happened? Then I started teaching uh, from my home. I um, had one student and then it expanded. And I thought I needed better space. So I started opening up center and telling more people. Uh, we do run uh, free courses for the elderly uh, during the weekend so that everyone benefits uh, from this yoga practice. Wow. Okay. So, you know, what was it easy uh, finding your perfect space? I mean, what was your dream or ideal when you sort of thought, okay, the living room's getting too small and cramped now. I need, I need a bigger space. Well, what were your, you know, sort of um, dream list? What was on your list of what it should be like? Yeah, I wanted a place where the student feels uh, the calmness or place where they can relate to when they come in. Um, rather than just coming and walking to a home, I wanted to set that atmosphere, that environment when the student comes in. And so, uh, a totally serene and peaceful sense. And we can put uh, the surroundings in such a way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, and, and how long, well, when did you open up this business? Uh, in 2018. Okay, so kind of not so long ago, 2018, you opened up Yoga Sanas as a, as a proper bricks and mortar place outside of your living room, right? <laughs> what was it like for you to be running a business in something that was so much ingrained as a part of your way of life from, you know, early childhood? Um, I was really looking forward to sharing uh, and I was really wondering from, yes, I was working in a management field. Uh, I was like an admin manager, a director and everything. But the satisfaction that I get from here, probably I'm not earning as much as I did in, in commercial world, but the satisfaction to see the students grow and when they are coming out from some ailments, uh, from their aches and uh, it could be mentally, emotionally and physically when they come back and say, thank you so much, it really, really helped and I was suffering this for years. Uh, that satisfaction, you can't buy it from big money. That is so true. So tell us, you know, in terms of the pandemic affecting your business, how badly was your business affected? We do face-to-face -face classes and physical classes and students, we uh, correct their postures because I think uh, yoga should be done in a very um, proper way. If you don't do it properly, uh, it will give you more damage. And uh, we see people have gone through like, uh, you know, can't lift your legs and uh, hands, <laughs> you know, for years just, just by doing sun salutation or Surya Namaskara wrongly. So I will urge everyone to go to a certified teacher and don't just look into YouTube. Yes, you can take it as a reference, uh, you know, point of reference, but mm -hmm. it's always good that you look it into it first 
and then practicing rather than just twisting and turning uh, into the videos a while you're doing at the same time so that it gives you lots of damages. So coming into um, you know the center, so students really loved it when we give personal attention to the students when we are doing poses. So now during the pandemic, uh, the classes have you know completely stopped, especially in uh, Ipokara, we started our BKPD earlier uh, than the entire country. So that mm -hmm. really like 95% of our students have completely dropped out and they wanted the physical class rather than an online class. And that personal touch, I would say. <laughs> so, you know, if you were to put a sort of percentage on the damage done to your business, what would you, what would you say? Uh, sorry, I didn't get the question. If you were to put a sort of percentage on the sort of uh, damage done to your business because of the pandemic, what would that be? That's a 95% drop in my entire income. Uh, I still have my overheads to pay, but uh, the income has dropped in 95%. So this is only 5% I'm surviving on now. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, did you have to pivot, change direction? I mean, how did you, you know, continue on when, when all of this was happening? Um, I'm going to do, I'm doing online classes. Um, I do have recordings uh, and we have uh, Instagram and Facebook. And we also come out with YouTube uh, recordings and YouTube videos. And we will upload more videos for people to follow in. And, uh, so that they can so how, how do you get around the problem of what you were saying earlier? Don't watch YouTube videos unless you've had proper training first. You know, how, how are you getting around that issue which concerned you in the first place? Okay, the students, uh, most of the students, we train them uh, in the class. So once they listen to the audio or they can see the poses in the video itself, that helps them to practice. So when you're using uh, YouTube, we always advise the students to watch the video first carefully rather than just following along with the videos. So you watch it first, then you replay it, and then you do the process. That's much better. So you will have that audio going on. Right. So you won't strain your neck, as, as you say, as well. Exactly. I see. Okay. Um, now... You, I read somewhere that your philosophy is to teach your students um, to become yoga teachers themselves. Why is that so important to you? Um, I feel there's a teacher in everyone. Uh, you're a teacher to your uh, your son or your child. You're a teacher to your husband. Your husband is a teacher to you. In every form, uh, we are teacher ourselves. In yoga, uh, you see... Um, we are, we are saying that the teacher is not going to be with you forever. So when you are being trained in the class, you've been trained to be a teacher, you yourself is enough. You will be able, your voice within yourself will ask you to do postures in a correct way as you listen, you know, when you get into it. And then you'll be able to, once you master it, you'll be able to teach your family members because not everyone will be able to come for classes. And then you teach the community around you. So you feel in every home, there should be at least one teacher and one healer. So we're teaching a lot of Reiki healing and alternative healing methods. So in every home, it's just like a doctor in every home. So you have a teacher. We do like breathing exercise, mudras, and so many other types of in, in yoga stuff. It's just not about postures and asanas. It's yoga is beyond that. So if you are a crypt for yourself and a teacher to yourself, 
you'll be teacher to your family, you'll be teacher to your community and spread. We can't do it alone. It's for everyone's well-being. I love that idea, actually. Um, and I was just thinking, gosh, in my home, who's the healer? And I was thinking, I know exactly, Indiana Jones. No matter how bad you're feeling or what kind of mood, you just have to hug that four-legged little creature. And uh, yeah, you, it's just everything magically evaporates. So, okay. So, Indy, my dog, is the household healer. There you go. <laughs> I think I'm more like the principal, not the teacher. I think my son's the teacher, but never mind. Um, so, you were talking about um, the importance of classical yoga to you personally. And, you know, you call your center a one-stop well-being center. Can you explain what you mean by classical yoga? Because that's so important to you and also your one-stop well-being center. Yeah. Uh, you see, nowadays, uh, this is only my personal uh, opinion or point of view. I noticed yoga is being uh, marketed in a very... A different way in a very modern way uh way um i don't uh, it's not of condemning or anything that they have uh props to help you like uh, strings uh, you have blocks and everything but in classical yoga it's you it's only you and yourself so you can bring anywhere let's say you're traveling somewhere if you don't bring your block you don't bring your mat you can still do yoga by sitting on a chair by sitting on a bed but even standing taking a deep breath that's also part of yoga just uh, you know enjoying the nature mm -hmm. so classical yoga is allowing you to be yourself and yoga is uniting you within yourself so we are trying to get more into yourself rather than uh, doing acrobats or just saying so your body mind and soul are connected more within yourself that i think traditional yoga classical yoga this is your main essence of it i think it's interesting because it's kind of like um on the one hand it's saying you don't need anything else. You've got everything you need just with you. And then on the other hand, it's like you can't use any excuse because you don't need anything else. It's all on you if you don't do it. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, dear. Um, so normally when we invite someone on um, to, you know, be our guest on, on Free Plug Friday sessions, uh, we create a little something for them. Uh, we call it a free plug. Normally... Um, JD is the one who creates the free plug and composes it. This time around, it was all on me. So if you don't like it and it's horrible, blame me entirely. I'm taking responsibility. But I just want to check that you can hear this. So, Keith, can we just test the sound to see if Ava can hear? Yes, we can. Don't move on. Uh, can you hear this? All right. So a lot's been going on in the world. Ash. Can you hear that? Yes, I can. All right. Okay. Uh, intro again. Okay. So, um, Ava, I don't know if you know this, but with our guests uh, who join us for Free Plug Friday, we always create something a little bit special for them to use on their social media platforms um, for their business purposes. So I want you to take a listen to this. What if you could give yourself a transformative body massage inside and out? What if you could clear all your blocks, free yourself from tension and stress, give your mind peace from the thoughts that clutter it? Find out more at Yoga Sanas, your one-stop well-being center. Call 011-5925-1599.
or visit their Facebook and Instagram page, Yoga Asanas, Y-O-G-A-S-A-N-A-Z. Create some space for your mind, body and spirit to connect. What do you think? That's amazing. Sounds awesome. <laughs> do you really like it? I loved it. It's not like it. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. Phew, because, you know, Jenny, the master of this is a way. So um, you can have that and you can play it across, you know, any social media platform you've got. Use it um, to your heart's content. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I think the next step is for everyone to know how they can find you so they can find out more about your classes and, and your videos and all sorts of things like that. So where do we go? Um, you can go to our Facebook. You can go to our Instagram. It's Yoga Centers. And you also can get a Google it for our location and where our center is located. We also coming out with YouTube uh, videos. You can also look at that. Uh, so it's um, you can find it anywhere. Just Put yoga and Fantastic. Well, we wish you all the luck and hope that your little 5% you've got grows back into at least 90% more um, moving forward. Thank you so much.